Hey guys, welcome back to another Trucking Made Successful podcast and happy end of the week. Finally, this week is over. I know that I am ready for the weekend. Now, I know that many of us have been feeling the squeeze of the market and now diesel prices as well on top of that, especially over the past few weeks. Yeah, we're feeling it too. So as always, we are going to be looking at what happened this past week in the market and what we can expect next week. Now, just as a reminder, I also have a YouTube channel, Trucking Made Successful, where I talk about the same topics as I do on this podcast, but I do show charts which are downloadable. So if you are a visual person, feel free to go to the YouTube channel and download the charts I'm going to be talking about. So anyway, let's take a look at what happened in the market over the past week with capacity, volumes and rates and forecast the best places to go relatively, of course, for flatbeds, dry vans and reefers. All right, let's start with some capacity insights first. So last week there were 476 carriers who voluntarily gave up their authority to operate. And this is actually the second lowest amount of voluntary revocations since April 1st, 2020. 1,520 carriers lost their authority because the FMCSA decided to take it away. So we lost a total of 1,996 carriers last week, but there were also some gains in capacity. 410 carriers had their authorities reinstated and 1,316 new carriers came into the industry and got their authority to operate. So the gain was 1,726 carriers. So what is the net change in capacity? Well, we lost 270 carriers net last week, which is about 93 carriers less than last week. So capacity is still decreasing, just not by a lot. So what about the general freight market, right? Not just the spot market, the general market. Well, the volumes are starting to go down a little bit. More precisely, we have seen volumes drop by 1.4% since last week. Rejection rates, however, are climbing since around July 17th or so, slowly but surely, and are currently at 3.34. And this means that around 3.34% of that total volume is getting rejected by contract carriers, either due to lack of capacity, a better alternative, or actually a slew of other reasons. What is important is that 3.34% of loads is ending up on the spot market and increasing that volume, right? Now, while the number is growing in terms of rejections, unfortunately, it's still way too low to actually affect spot rates in a big way. Now, if we're comparing to last week, rejections experienced a 5.4% increase from last week. And any increase in these numbers is, of course, a positive thing. But let's talk about diesel prices now. Well, diesel prices, I mean, this is probably the worst news of them all, right? Diesel prices have been going up since around July 10th, and we are now at an average of $4.16 per gallon for diesel. And honestly, this is extremely worrying. This is the first time we're hitting the over $4 mark since around May 7th of this year. And personally, I am extremely nervous about these prices because 
We all know it's hard enough to make a profit with the current rates, and now adding additional fuel expenses into the mix is just going to eat up the bottom line of a ton of carriers. Now, in front of me, I also have a diesel map. Again, you can download it or see it if you go to my YouTube channel. But this diesel map shows different market areas, and 100% of them saw an increase in diesel prices. There was not a single place which saw stability. Again, this is something that scares me much more than the current market conditions. All right, next we have the contract to spot spread. And this tells us how much more contract carriers are getting per mile than those spot carriers like us. At the moment, contract carriers are getting around 73 cents per mile more than those spot carriers. Now, while the gap between spot and contract carriers is closing, we have to be realistic. I mean, really think about it. If you're a contract carrier and earning 73 cents more per mile than on the spot market, would you reject many contract loads for a better alternative? Not really, I wouldn't. So what can actually move this? Well, either volumes start increasing where contract carriers have so many loads to choose from that they feel comfortable rejecting loads for a better alternative and pushing those rejected loads into the spot market, thereby increasing spot volumes, or capacity has to decrease to the point where the current volumes are higher than the amount of trucks available. Unfortunately, capacity is not really decreasing fast enough and volumes are not increasing. So we're kind of out of luck at the moment. Okay, now that we have looked at the general overview of the market, let's talk about more specific data starting with flatbeds, right? So this is for my flatbed operators. Volumes on the spot market for flatbeds have been decreasing for the past three weeks and not by a little bit, unfortunately. We saw another nice decrease last week in flatbed volumes. Now, the part that makes me nervous is that we are not really following that five-year pattern for volumes anymore. While the five-year average tells us that volumes will decrease slightly, the drop that we saw last week is much more significant. So I need to figure out what is causing that. Surprisingly, though, the average flatbed spot market rate has actually stayed more or less the same from the prior week. Flatbeds on average are being paid around $2.40 per mile loaded. This does not include deadhead. So in this case as well, we're not really following that five-year pattern because the five-year average shows us a steady decrease in rates, but we stayed in the same position as last week. Another thing to note is that the five-year average shows us $2.50 per mile. So flatbed carriers are currently getting around $0.10 cents per mile less than the average. So now in order to figure out where there are relatively better areas for flatbeds to be, unfortunately sonar, the system I use in order to determine that, does not have any flatbed data. So we're forced to look at the DAT hot market map. And according to this map, areas such as Oregon, Washington, and the southern states, for example, Arkansas, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, and South Carolina, are still areas where there are more loads than there are trucks. So negotiating power, theoretically, is on the side of the flatbed carrier. One thing that I have never really mentioned is that flatbed freight is rarely on a strict deadline. 
For all of you who run flatbeds, you know the loads are often posted and can be picked up first come, first serve, Monday through Friday. So there is no real immediate deadline. And this means that while the South, for example, is a market area where there are more loads than trucks, brokers and shippers don't have a sense of urgency and can hold the load longer to keep the rate lower. Does that make sense? Now, in terms of Oregon and Washington for flatbeds, yep, they're hot markets according to this market map. But I do have to mention, while these areas have more loads than trucks, the good rates are always going to go somewhere in the West Coast, California, Utah, Nevada, Arizona, Idaho. If you want to get out of the West Coast, you're going to have to take a hit on that rate per mile. All right, now let's talk about reefers on the spot market. Reefer volumes have actually been steadily increasing over the past month or so. Of course, these volumes are below the five-year average, but they are definitely following that five-year pattern. Now, the good news is that if this pattern continues, we should continue seeing volume increases for reefers with momentary decreases around the holidays until the end of the year. Now, when it comes to reefer spot rates, we finally saw an increase in those rates since last week, and we are around $2.30 per mile for loaded miles. This is what brokers are paying on average for reefers. Another piece of good news is that we are closely following that five-year pattern and should see increases in rates for reefers. Here's hoping. But of course, I have to mention that the five-year average for reefer rates is at $2.50 per mile, so 20 cents more than where we are currently. All right, now let's use sonar and talk about the general freight volumes for reefers, not just on the spot market, but all of it. Over the past week, Unfortunately, volumes didn't budge much for reefers, although there were some areas such as Arkansas, Nogales, Arizona, Spokane, Washington, Memphis, Tennessee, and portions of Iowa, Kentucky, Maryland, and Delaware that saw some volume increases. All the other markets sadly either saw a decrease or stayed the same. For those wondering, because of produce season, California saw a decrease in volumes. In terms of rejections for reefers, and this is important because as a reminder, the higher the rejection, the more volume is pushed to the spot market. So rejections for reefers are giving a more hopeful image. Idaho and Washington saw increases in rejections. The Memphis, Tennessee market saw a very nice increase in rejections. Nebraska and Minnesota also saw some good increases. And then there are markets like North Carolina and Houston, Texas that also saw increases, but very slight ones. Again, this is just a recap of last week for reefers. We will talk about relatively better markets to be in next week in just a moment. Now, what about the head haul index? And for this, we're using the DAT heat map again. Which areas have more loads than trucks and therefore more negotiating power? Well, Central and Northern California, Idaho, the Grandview, Washington market, Sioux Falls, South Dakota market, Wisconsin, upstate New York, Maine, New Jersey, Delaware, and portions of Indiana. Those are the markets that are currently hot, according to the DAT load board. These are the markets that have more loads than trucks. Sadly, 
and I hate to do this because I always give positive news and then I have to give negative news. Most of these places, these hot places, are surrounded by cooler markets from which trucks will likely deadhead and skew that load to truck ratio in the shippers and brokers favor. All right, so where are the relatively better areas of opportunity for reefers next week? And what we need to look at to determine that is areas with high volume, a ton of loads, and high rejections, lots of volume getting pushed into the spot market. The reason this is a forecast is because rejections today will only end up on the spot market three to seven days from now. So what are those areas of opportunity? Pendleton, Oregon, 12% rejection and the volume is manageable. Not great, but it's there. Pendleton, Oregon also includes Yakima, Washington and Grandview, Washington. Twin Falls, Idaho, 11.19% rejection and good volumes. Central California, the rejection is just over 6%, so nothing great, but there is so much volume there that it kind of makes up for the lack of rejections. Sioux Falls, South Dakota, 13.41% rejection. Not a ton of volume there, but it's surrounded by market areas that have rejections over 10% and more volume, such as Omaha, Nebraska and Des Moines, Iowa. Then we have the Memphis, Tennessee market, over 25% rejection. This is the type of rejection rates we saw across the board during the unicorn year of 2021. Wow. Now, the problem is there is not a ton of volume there, but it's close to Little Rock, Arkansas, where rejections are over 10% and there is more volume. So that's pretty much it for reefers. These are the areas where you will grab better opportunities, better loads relative to the rest of the market. The only challenge here is trying to get from good market to good market. It all depends on the lanes available, right? All right. Finally, let's chat about dry vans, the equipment that has been used and abused by brokers and shippers to a whole other degree since this market mess started. So starting with spot volumes, good news. Well, actually two pieces of good news. Number one, we are following that five-year pattern, even though we are below it. The other good news is that volumes for dry vans increased slightly since the prior week. Spot rates for dry vans remained the same as last week, around $1.80 per mile, which is, honestly, it's unsurvivable with the increasing diesel prices. But we're following that five-year pattern. The five-year average shows us that we should be at around $2.20 per mile. So yeah, dry vans are about 40 cents below the average. So what about the general freight volumes for dry vans? Well, if we look at the general freight volumes, unfortunately, I do not have good news for you guys. For the most part, volumes went down across the board, with the exception of Seattle, Washington, Portland, Oregon, Central California, Flagstaff, Arizona, which honestly has a laughable and minute increase, and then random market areas that have absolutely no volume in general. Now, even though volume saw a decrease across the board, if we are looking at the general market, rejections saw an increase, which is nice. Seattle, Washington, Henderson, Nevada, all of Arizona, Houston, McAllen, and Laredo, Texas, all of Kansas, pretty much, Oklahoma City, all of Montana, 
Upstate New York, Virginia, North Carolina, and portions in the Midwest all saw increases in those rejections. Does this mean that these are good places to go? Well, not necessarily. We will look at that right after we look at the head haul index. Now, according to this DAT market map or DAT market map, Southern and Central California, Dallas, Texas, Memphis, Tennessee, Atlanta, Georgia, Indianapolis, Indiana, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, and Charlotte, North Carolina are hot markets for the dry vans. More loads than there are trucks, but just like last week, these markets are just surrounded by cool ones. So those deadheading dry vans are going to skew that load to truck ratio, unfortunately. So the question is, where do you have to go next week in order to grab relatively better opportunities as a dry van operator? Well, the rejection rates are nowhere near the reefer ones, but let's talk about it. Phoenix market has over 7% rejections and nice volumes. Southern California, 4.9% rejection, but the volume makes up for that. Seattle, Washington, 6.51% rejection, good volume, but just be careful because that market is actually surrounded by dead areas, so mind those deadheading trucks. Houston, Texas, 5.38% rejection, but a good amount of volume. Wisconsin has a 12% rejection rate, which is amazing, but the volumes are not that amazing. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Yes, there are also areas in the Midwest that are manageable, but nothing fantastic. The only thing I can tell you for certain is stay away from Idaho, Oregon, Utah, Nevada, New Mexico, and the Northeast. Those markets are completely flat, have no volume and no rejections. So to summarize, yep, carriers are still coming into this industry in large numbers. And even though net we are seeing a decrease week over week in carrier population, it's still surprising that people are getting in. We saw that diesel prices are going through the roof again, and this scares me more than any other indicator, to be quite honest. Spot rates for all equipment types have... I mean, they haven't gone lower over the past week, which is something positive, but the question is whether this will hold over the coming weeks. In general, the freight market has, I mean, it has kind of plateaued, but paired with those increasing diesel prices, carriers are definitely still in the losing position. It's crazy, right? I mean, it's insane. If it's not one thing, then it's another. Market plateaus, but expenses start increasing, or expenses decrease, but so does the income. I mean, the question is, when will we catch a break as carriers? Anyway, guys, that's it for this week's update and forecast. Hopefully this will help you make some decisions that will benefit your operations next week. For those of you who are planning on joining the live this Sunday, I will see you guys then. It's on my YouTube channel. For everyone else, wishing you a great rest of your week, a wonderful weekend, and I will talk to you in the next podcast. Mm -hmm.